all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Man show with Kurt Healing, probasketballtalk.com, the blog, NBC Sports. Kurt, man, how's life treating you, man? You know what? It's all good. It, I, I've been really lucky. You know, everybody around me's been healthy. We, you know, still working, still getting to cover stuff, and actually getting to, you know, hey, getting to write about basketball. Not quite games yet, but getting closer to writing about actual basketball. It's been fun. Yes, indeed. Now, Kurt, I'll start off with the first of all, the whole campus bubble concept. Uh, I know here in Atlanta, there was a lot of debate on whether the Hawks should go or not. Personally, I'm glad they didn't go. I, I, I didn't want to go personally. <laughs> but, 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 be, 
beyond that, I know Lloyd Pearson and Travis Slink wanted to develop the young guys some more. Um, how much thought was given to bringing all the 30 teams to Orlando and what made them successful alone 22 rather than 16? There was serious thought given, given to all 30. In fact, up until the end, there were some teams really pushing for that. And, and look, let's be honest here. The reason is money, right? Like the reason mm-hmm. is you can play more regular season games. You can get uh, some of the regional television networks like the one in Atlanta, which, you know, by the way, all these, you know, you move this NBA schedule around and they're going to do this next year. You're, you're bumping up against Atlanta Braves. <laughs> you're, you're bumping up against baseball on like 22 networks. But um, they're, they're, you know, look, they gave it serious consideration and they were trying to find a balance between look, it's business. They want to make money. And it just get the again, the bigger the bubble, the harder it is to maintain, the harder it is to make this whole thing work, the more expensive it is. And in the end, they went with 22 so that they could play some regular season games. But, you know, it's not like Washington has a shot really here, right? Like catching Brooklyn or Orlando and Phoenix is there to kind of round it out. Like there are teams in the West that, you know, when play shut down, thought they had a legitimate shot at the playoffs, but it wasn't Phoenix. So like this, this is a way for them to make some money and get some, get some things going. I think it was a balance and, Honestly, of the options, it's I'm fine with it. I mean, I personally would have preferred straight to 16 and just go straight to the playoffs. But I get why they're doing this. This ultimately is about money and making it, it get a bit, you know. And this is a way they can the bubble for all its flaws is a way to can can hopefully control the you know the virus and keep it out. We'll see how that goes. And my friend in Memphis, Coach Jenkins. Um, I feel bad yeah. for him because if I had to play the eight and I play in game, I'd be so ticked oh, off. No. Curry Davis wouldn't be funny. Yeah. You know what? And I, I love, I love that team. First off, I love him as a coach. I love that team. Oh, John Moore. I don't, I think it's going to be interesting because I don't think outside of people who are really basketball fans, like people, you know, you and I, and it's a lot of people listening who watch, I don't think people, so a lot of casual fans realize how good John Morant is, man. John Morant is all that. Like he is, he is, he's a special player, and I think a lot of people are going to find out about him, um, you know, in these postseason because this is the first time that a lot of people will be exposed. But yeah, I feel bad for them because who did, who's chasing them now? A fully healthy, uh, you know, New Orleans team that's very not only just has Zion Williamson, but I mean Brandon Ingram took a step forward this year. They got Drew Holiday. They're just they're, that is a pretty deep team that we kind of thought might make the playoffs anyway. And then they got Damian Lillard and mm-hmm. Dave McCollum and a fully healthy. And I don't think people again. I think people watch the game. That team really needed to get healthy. Without Yusuf Nurkic, they're not the same. Like they're without that big man who could pass out of the in the out of the short roll and defend the rim and be the guy they need. They're just not the same. Hassan Whiteside could not do the job. They just got their guy back, and they're good. They're going to be like – so I'm with you. I'm Memphis, I still like their chances because, you know, they're still going to probably get into the playing game and they just got to win one or two. But, man, it just got a lot harder because I, I don't really want to go up against Damian Lillard in a clutch situation. <laughs> I remember what he did to Russell Westbrook last year. Yeah, that's why, I like, you know, I feel bad for Taylor. I really do. And my friends in Memphis, and I know they're happy about the team over there in Memphis. They got a great young over there, and really, yeah. I think Kurt did 
the Memphis rebuild, I hope, is something happens with the Hawks as well because struck gold in the draft with John Morant and Jerry Jackson yep. Jr. and some key veterans around those young players. And I'm hoping that the Hawks can get a little bit older, per se, and have some of the same veteran leadership around John Collins and Trey Young going forward as well. I Look, I think that those are two teams on the rise. Two teams that, in Atlanta's case, I think they jump up into, you know, I mean, there's a few teams I think in the East get a little better next year, but I think they jump up into the playoffs. I, I, I like the way they're built. I think Clint Capella is a great get for them in terms of a guy who can really set pick and roll and 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 knows how to play that that that's something that Trey Trey Young needs. And the other thing is he he's a good defender, man. He, he can protect the rim. I, I like John Collins. He's not there defensively yet as a young player, and I'm not. You know, we'll see if he gets there, but. Clint Capel is much farther along that curve. So I think that they get a lot better. They could, you know, and I think as their young guys, you know, maybe Cam Reddish develops a little bit. Maybe Devon Hunter, maybe they get the 3 and D kind of wing guys they need to go around Trey and it starts to come together and they can go get some veterans. But I like where that team is headed. And I really do like where Memphis is headed to. I think John Collins is special. I think that they've got some nice. Brandon Clark ended up being a steal. I didn't think he was going to oh, yes, I like Brandon, did. but I didn't think he was going to be this good, man. I didn't think it was going to be this good. So they, they're a team I like on the rise, too. And, you know, they they got some time. The West is um, – the top of the West is pretty brutal for the next couple of years. They've got a few years to build up before they got to deal with those guys, and hopefully those guys will fade a little for them. Now, Kurt, how do you feel that the guys have come back from a pretty much four-month four layoff, one-and-a-half-month layoff, because March yeah. 11, which is my birthday, is when everything went straight to hell. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so I can't be yeah. the in life. So it's my fault. Okay. Yeah, it's my it. fault. Right, so it's my fault. So guys can get get the gyms in their homes, like Mike, Mike, like a Mike Conley has, yeah. or get to run or work out. So I think it's going to be who's able to get in shape the most. I feel like this made it more of a wild card because you know, you, yeah, still get back in shape, but really four months off and then jump back into it. You, you really don't know. You have the same chemistry anymore. Do you still gel? And you know, yeah. and guys have gotten older. Like like LeBron James has gotten older. He has gotten younger. He's that past four months. So it could affect those guys come October and it's late September. There, I think we're going to see some injuries just because the ramp up is so short. They've been down now. They're coming back up, and they're going to be pushed to get ready for play. You know, if playoff is it, you know tournament pretty quick right like i mean yeah they get eight games and they're going to get a couple of scrimmages in there but they're, they're ramping up for the playoffs and i think you're going to end up seeing a couple guys you know I, I hate to say this but i think we're going to see a couple injuries in there uh hopefully nothing serious but yeah it's a, i'm curious about physically where guys are at how they come back you know you some guys are ready you know i'm not worried about lebron skinny nikola Jokic is out there in denver now he's lost weight like some guys look good but there's going to be guys who aren't, and it's going to be interesting to see who plays their way. The other part of that is I did an interview a couple of years with uh, Tim Hardaway, senior, the, the good one, the, the, guy, you know, the all-NBA player for the Heat, uh, you know, back in the 90s. And he's, his thing was like, it was mental, right? His thing was like, to use his words, who's going to get the clutter out of their head? I mean, there is a lot going on in the world. There is a lot that are being thrown at these guys. Now they're going to go to Orlando. What mental? What team? What players are going to be able to mentally focus on the game, and you know which teams are going to be able to have leaders that can get their teams focused, and those teams will have an advantage. And that's a really good question because it's easy. I, I'm not worried about like for the Clippers. I'm not worried about Kawhi Leonard. Like Kawhi Leonard's a robot. He'll be fine. Like he's going to go out there and ball, and he'll be great. But 
is everybody else on that team going to be able to get mentally in the right spot? Or, or the same with the Lakers or the Bucks or the Celtics or whoever you want to talk about. Like, are they going to be able to mentally get into the right spot to chase this? Or, or is this kind of going to, going to get in their heads? It's going to be interesting to see because I think that's one of the wild cards that's just really unpredictable. I, just, there's, I don't know. I mean, I, I can take some guess on individual players, but I don't know. How's James Harden going to deal with being in the bubble for two months, you know? Exactly, and I feel like the guys are kind of resenting being in the bubble where they have to be stuck there. They can't leave. Kind of they're in like a, yeah. a prep school almost where they can't leave the campus or military school. You like we have all these rules. You yeah. can't do this, can't do that. And these are grown men who usually run their own show, do what they want to do. Now they've been told what they can and cannot do. I just don't know how guys are going to react to that as well, Kurt. I feel like it's going to be a big factor too. How, like you said, the mental warfare of the whole situation, how you handle it and accept your conditions and play well in spite of your conditions. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be really interesting. And I think you're right. You, you really get at it right there. It's like you're used to having not only just kind of doing what you want, you get to run your life the way you want. But, you know, I want to go out to dinner. I want to go to the club. I want to go out to do whatever. Like, all that stuff is opening back up, still going, you know, guys are able to kind of start do what they want to do. And this is not that, man. Like you said, prep school is good. <laughs> I don't want to, man, I mean, two, three months in a hotel room. It's a yeah. long time, dude. I don't care. I don't care what they, I, how nice Disney's trying to make that. It's a long, long time in a hotel room, man. Man, but you said, and now it's going to be a question. What happens if an outbreak happens with multiple guys on the team getting COVID-19 or other t- playing on another team. So what's the plan if players test positive and give it to other players on other teams, then what happens? Is there going to be a day break, a week break to quarantine these guys and try to or bring in players off the street to replace those guys? If multiple players, it gets interesting. One player, a couple of, uh, they're prepared for a, a, we'll call it a handful of players to test positive. They've set up some, if somebody tests positive, they are instantly taken out of the bubble. They've got some housing set up where they can essentially isolate them in these in some houses near the Disney property, um, and monitor them. And, and first off, test and make sure it wasn't a you know false positive. But on top of that, then those guys spend ten days, two weeks, whatever it takes for them to test, get a couple negative tests in a row, and then they can go back in. Um, it's one thing if it's one guy, especially if it's. You know, it's the ninth guy on the bench, whatever. If it starts to be stars or it's one team loses four rotation players, that's a very different thing, man. That's, it, that's a very different problem. And I'm really, and I don't know that we've seen the answer on how the league's going to deal with it. Like what they haven't said what the number is, what the tipping point is, how that gets handled when it's multiple players. So I think that. That's still one of the things out there. I nobody knows, and it's uh, like it is a concern. The number of look, Florida opened up early, and the number of cases in Florida in general and in um, Orange County, which is the county mostly around the Disney property, those are way up as well. So um, it's just something to watch. Like the NBA is going to try to create this bubble, but you know the Disney yeah. staff is still coming in and out of that place and everything else. Man. Yeah, that's the part that scares me because I look at the numbers in Florida, they're rising and daily and rising yeah. fast. And, you know, same here in Georgia. We open up early as well. And it's like, 
Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a good yeah. idea because, like you said, the Disney, Disney staff is still coming in out of that bubble. It can bring in the virus to the bubble, to the players, and infect the players and cause a super yeah. spreader event. So it's just, to me, Kurt, it's, it's going to be a crapshoot at best, man, going forward, in my opinion. And I, and I, and I get why there are players who don't want to do that. If I'm, for the, if a player has some, you know, there are, there are players out there with Crohn's disease or whatever who have, uh, who don't, you know, look, I'm, if I had that kind of illness, I might not take that risk, right? And or if I have a kid, if I'm a parent, when my kid has that and I'm risking getting it and bringing it home, I am absolutely concerned about that. Like, I might be willing to, you know, financially, I might be willing to take the hit personally, not to take that risk. I mean, it's, it's a personal decision for everybody, right? Um, I think it's, and it's kind of the same with Black Lives Matter. I think there's some absolutely players who are invested enough in that that they might be willing to take a financial hit. I just don't know how many of them that really is versus how many are kind of like, think they can use the platform there. Plus, I mean, it's not, if things really went sideways and there was no, you know, if, if the players, if a lot of players didn't want to go, it's not just this season that's in jeopardy. The whole CBA gets ripped up and then I don't think you want to renegotiate. If you're players, man, you do not want to renegotiate that in the pandemic. So I, I think you're going to see guys go forward, but there are guys who aren't comfortable and there are guys who are just simply not enthusiastic about this, but will probably do it for the greater good. Now, you kind of leave it to my next point. Uh, what is the NBA going to do about the Black Lives Matter protest and the movement for racial That's justice? So what is, is there a plan going forward in the bubble for guys to use their platforms to make people, more people aware of the, what's going on in the country right now? That is still being negotiated. What's going to be um, done, allowed? I'm not even sure what, what the phrasing is there. Um, it's the players' union and the NBA are negotiating that uh, right now and and bringing in some other players to talk about it. I'm not sure. I think I think Avery Bradley had a really great point the other day, which is you know we've gotten past the point where wearing a t-shirt or even taking me during the anthem and or any kind of symbolic gesture is enough. Like, what's the action? What are you doing that's going to make a concrete change? What are the owners going to do that makes a concrete change? And I, I think that's a very, like, that's an absolutely legitimate position to take and question to ask. And it's the time to use that leverage to, to get something done. So I'm not sure what that's going to be. They're supposed to be announcing that, you know, they're working on it. So next week or two, I don't, I don't know. We'll see when that comes out. But I think that there is... It's a really good point that if you're trying to leverage actual action, you're going to have to do that now because once the games start, I'm not sure you can leverage it the same way. I'm, I'm with you there, Kurt. I'm with you there, especially when you're getting that bubble, you're stuck there. Not what you can do, so you make the make your impact yeah. now I mean, before you, you get can, there you for can, sure. You can, yeah, you can do stuff. I mean, you can talk about it and you can use your platform to promote it, but once you're in the bubble actual physical action becomes harder and so what can you do what can you get the league to do to take concrete steps and that's i think again i don't know what that's going to be and i I know that they're negotiating it and i'm not i'm not just going to take guesses but i think i think that pushing for that kind of concrete change is important right now most definitely uh last one i got for this curry is is kind of goes in the offseason right here um, what's the word on what the cap will be for the next season, and yeah. how, how it's going to be smooth again, or we're going to artificially inflate it like like we did with the Warriors guy Kevin Durant and made everybody go crazy? Yeah. <laughs> so what's going to go on with the cap, man? Yeah, 
I, I think that that lesson stuck, right? The, the, the we're just going to throw it out there and, you know, it's not just Kevin Durant. I mean, you got to remember, not only did Kevin, you know, people remember Kevin Durant going to the Warriors out of that. Uh, Timothy Mozgov got paid that summer. And we could, and $60 million yeah, a year paid. God. And a whole, whole bunch of other guys who had no business getting paid got paid. I mean, those 2016 contracts are brutal. So uh, that, I think the lessons were learned by the teams and the players there. Just, um, I I will say this. What I know is that it's still being negotiated, that they don't want to do – nobody wants to see the dip that would come if they just played it out, right? If they just like, we're just going to keep using the formulas we've got because what you'll get is – remember, it was supposed to be about $114, $115 million, the cap next year. It'd be below 100 close, you know, maybe down to closer to 90 They don't want that kind of dip because you take budget teams that are not – paying a luxury tax right now and suddenly make them luxury tax teams and they don't want that every um and then it would again spike right back up within a couple of years when the revenues start to return so um you're going to see some kind of smoothing exactly what that's going to look the salary cap's going to dip a little is what we're hearing but they're going to kind of artificially inflate it now and then smooth it out a little over a couple of years after that so it doesn't kind of bottom out you know, it doesn't make kind of a big V and just spike, you know, dip down and spike back up. They're going to try to smooth that out a little bit. So it's, um, it probably goes down a little from the 109, but probably not, or doesn't certainly doesn't climb up to the 115, but it's not, they'll smooth it out for a couple of years over that. We'll see. I, again, it's being negotiated. Um, we'll see what that number exactly works out to be, but they're trying to find a, they're trying to find a middle ground. And part of it is that they don't know what the revenues will be next season because, when are we going to get people back in the buildings? Got there, right? Yeah, I mean, even if you start the games in December, I, at least I, I doubt in all market, in, in every market, you're going to be able to get people back. So they're just not, and that's still 40% of the league's revenue. So um, I, nobody's quite sure what this is going to look like. It's probably going to take a couple of years to get back to put unquote normal. So um, we'll see what it looks like, but I expect, I expect smoothing this time, and I keep hearing that because nobody – I think everybody learned from the last time. They just, you know, nobody really wants to go through that one again. And, Kurt, I don't think that, well, you know, me personally, I'm going to say personal story here. I don't know if I'll be back with the Hawks because, you know, I have asthma. And I'm not interested in being in State Farm Arena yeah. with a bunch of people and I have asthma. You know, so I'll just be honest yeah. about that. And I haven't really heard what the media plan uh, is for the, the, the bubble either because, you know, we have to cover the league, oh. but – What's the plan for the media now? Is we haven't heard that plan either for the Hawks going going for next year or for the bubble. Um, I've heard the media plan for the bubble. That's out there if you want to research it. If you want, if you want. To, I don't know if your listeners want to listen to the inside the baseball bubble looks like for the media. <laughs> uh, that that uh, that that's out there if you want. You text me or you can you just Google it. It's out there. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it became. It's, I've known for a while, but it's it's now public. Um, I don't know, though, you know, how they're, they're they're shrinking it down. Like, because the Hawks aren't in the bubble, I don't know if Atlanta people, you know, like, I don't know if they're going to let people in from it. Like, they're, they're trying to keep the bubble small, so I'm yes. curious how they're going to handle some of that stuff. And when you get to a team like, I don't know, the Lakers with six beat writers, like, you don't really want all of them? Like, wh- where are you going to draw the line? Yep. So it's going to be interesting. And then the um, I, and then next year, who the heck knows? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that, seems, that seems like a life away to me, I well, you know, it's funny. They asked me, they said, JR, are you coming back next year? I said, the virus would determine that, and my asthma determines that. <laughs> so I don't know. 
yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. be honestly I can honestly yeah. I can be. Yeah, I think we're I think we're all kind of there in some sense. It's it's yeah. I, again, I feel really lucky to still have and be doing a job I love because I know that I, I know so many people in this business, and I'm sure you do too. I mean, there's a lot of very good people not getting paid right now and out available on the market. Uh, just phenomenal. In my case, just writers that I wish I had the budget to hire and bring in because there's some great people uh, out there that you know. Well, I'm the gonna media say, companies are getting hit too. Everybody, everybody's getting hit. Teams getting hit. Media companies getting hit. Everybody's getting hit. I'm gonna tell you, Kurt. You and Dan do a great job with Pro Basketball Talk. Uh, I'm gonna listen. I'll tell them to check you, you guys' blog out because you want NBA news every day. The truth. You go there. It's unbiased. And you all just tell ideas. That's why I tell all listeners to go check you guys out. I'm glad to have you on the show again. I'm glad that your family is safe, Kurt. And I hope to see you up, down the road, man. We, 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 we get this world back normally. Again, we can go back and travel and cover games and finals again. See everybody at the All Star weekend like we did in Chicago this year. I. I look forward so much to that, man. I can't wait to get back. And uh, next time I see you at one of those places, I will take you to the. Uh, I will take you and buy you a beer, my friend. Thank you so much, Kurt. I, I would love a Corona, man. I love. I love Corona beer, but not the virus. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, <laughs> dude. Hey, man. Thank you as always, Kurt. Man, have a great day, buddy, and be safe, man. You too. Take care. All right, it's Kurt Healing on the Boss Man Show. <laughs> Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need 
Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.